Welcome to Moments, Moments of Faith, Prayer, and Spirituality. I'm Father Michael Leverden of the Paulist Fathers. In taking a broad look at the life and ministry of Jesus, one thing becomes, at least to me, perfectly clear. Jesus wasn't in a hurry. We remember that when Jesus was 12 years old, Mary and Joseph took him up to the temple. And when it was time to leave, Mary and Joseph left thinking that Jesus was with one of his relatives, but he stayed behind. He stayed behind talking to the scribes and the Pharisees and other teachers of the law. And he did this for three days. Jesus was not in a hurry. We know very little about the first 30 years of Jesus' life. Scholars call them the hidden years. And One wonders, what was Jesus doing all of that time? The Gospels tell us that after Jesus finally went home with Mary and Joseph after being in the temple alone with the scribes and Pharisees for three days, that Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, and age. Obviously, Jesus was not in a hurry. You'd think if Jesus really knew that his mission was to save the world, he'd want to get on with the project because the world then and the world now is in a very desperate situation. The world was as divided, as violent, and confused as our own age is. You would think that Jesus would want to get on with it, but we realize that Jesus wasn't in a hurry. At Cana in Galilee, that was the site of Jesus' first miracle. And he didn't seem to be in a hurry about this. You'd think that if he knew how to turn water into wine, that you'd like to show that off a little bit. At least I would. But that's not what Jesus did. Jesus says to his mother, Mary, What has this to do with me? And Mary, in what seems like a, a moment of desperation, just turns to the servants and he says, Just do whatever he tells you to do. Evidently, Mary, even Mary, couldn't get him to speed things up. And again, later in the Gospel, when Jesus gets word that his best friend Lazarus has died, he waits. He waits three days before going to the tomb. When Martha encounters Jesus, she says to Jesus, if you had been here when he died, he wouldn't have died. You could have done something. And with all this pressure, the scene in the Gospel seems to even slow down a bit. We see Jesus slowly, cautiously, calmly walking toward the tomb and finally saying the words, Lazarus, come out. And again at the end of the gospel, when the storm clouds are gathering and everybody seems to be against Jesus, what do we see Jesus doing? He's celebrating with the disciples and others the Passover meal. He's calmly sitting at table knowing full well that there's a fury of activity going on just outside the door. And we see Jesus sitting at table calmly, paying attention to every detail, and celebrates the Passover meal with them. Can you imagine what it would be like to celebrate any meal at all with all of that going on outside the door, knowing that there's people out there who want to kill you for what you believe in, for preaching love, and yet Jesus is very intentional and calmly celebrates that Passover meal. Jesus is never in a hurry. All this tells us the attitude that we need to have in following Jesus. That rather than ranting and raving and getting all frenzied and 
bent out of shape, we need to act calmly, gently, intentionally at every moment. That we need a lot more silence in our lives than we have. We must realize that contemplation leads to action. That we always need a moment of silence so that we can clearly see the next right step to take. And then take that step with the gospel in mind, with God in mind, with intention in mind, with healing in mind. We are not only to be calm ourselves, but we must bring calmness to others. We must not only heal ourselves, but bring that healing to others. We must learn as Jesus did that rushing brings more chaos and calmness brings more insight and clarity. So as Simon and Garfunkel said, slow down, you're moving too fast.